Flushing girl from Flushing. The nanny named Fran. Oh, Mr. Sheffield. Uh, uh, Miss Fine. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Oh, Mr. Sheffield, a podcast about the nanny, which is a sitcom from the 90s starring Fran Drescher. I am Shanti Pasquale here with... Toria Sheffield. That's right. And we are here to talk about season four, episode 19, Fran's Roots. Not the roots in her hair, though. Mm -mm. That's not what we're talking about. Toria, what's this episode about? Delicately, please. (laughs) (laughs) This is the episode where Fran uh, finds out that she might not be Sylvia's birth daughter. (gasps) But we'll get into the twist of that. If that wasn't twist enough, there's more coming later. But I guess we can spoil it because Sean, you were saying earlier to me that you you already kind of had an idea what this episode would be about. Yeah. So I based on the uh time period of the show existing in the 90s and the title Fran's Roots, my first thought was like, oh, this is gonna be some something involving like race because Roots was like a very popular like miniseries at the time that they had done about slavery and it was called roots there were a lot of roots jokes at the time and play like everyone was like having a field day uh Um, well well, yeah i mean i i was i was still very surprised but um but based by where it goes but so basically we start this episode out with fran hanging out in the kitchen of the mansion with sylvia sylvia is actually eating a coaster that she thinks is a rice cake (laughs) And Fran sort of is berating her for eating so unhealthily. And so then Sylvia leaves while stealing food, we should add. And the phone rings. Fran picks it up. And there's just this like voice at the other end of the line that's like, hey, you know, I'm looking for a a Miss Fran Fine. And Fran's like, oh, that's me. And the woman's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so happy to hear your voice. Um, You know, I'm Lila Baker. Uh, I don't know how to tell you this, but um, I think there was a mix-up at the hospital where you were born, and I may be your real mother. And Fran's like, (laughs) (laughs) this whole thing is bananas. (laughs) That's how you would say it? That's how you would do it? Like, you just call someone on the phone and just, like, ask them straight up? Like, you wouldn't be like, let's, can we meet? I have, like, some information that, like, yeah, but I get it. It's 30 minutes, you got to get into it. I think I would say it on the phone. I think it's too weird and cryptic to be like, I have some information, but I need to tell you in person. I'd be like, I'm not meeting you. Like, what is this about? (laughs) I guess. I don't know. I I mean, that's no. Maybe an email these days. But um, well, but either way, Fran, at first, Fran's like, that's impossible. Um, And then she kind of jokingly goes, though only a mother could be happy to hear my voice. And then the woman on the other end of the line goes, ha. (laughs) And you're like, I'm she does yeah. she does the laugh. Yeah, and, and then like Fran has this look of like, oh my God. Um, and then we go to the opening credits, and then we get to Mr. Sheffield's office. He's in there with Niles. Um, and we establish that Cece is currently in LA trying to sell a sitcom idea or like a TV show idea. Um, and she's like, I have a friend who might want to buy our show, Maxwell. Um, and she's like on speakerphone. And then, <laughs> then um Mr. Sheffield goes, okay, Cece, but like you realize you'd have to live out there in LA if we actually sell it. And then there's like this pause and she's like, hmm, like what? You know, no comments from Niles, like, you know, like no snide comment. And Mr. Sheffield looks around and he doesn't see Niles anymore. And he's like, oh, you know, I don't think he actually heard. But then 
Niles does a backflip out on the patio. It's like clearly not Niles, right? It's, <laughs> it's so like funny a, though. <laughs> like a body double. Literally yeah. flipping for joy at the fact that Cece might be moving to LA. But I was also like, hmm, does that actually track based on like where Niles has been with Cece this season? Like, mm, I wasn't so sure about it, even though it was a very funny gag. Mm, I mean, I don't know. what. Where has he been? They just like danced a couple times. Mm, but remember, it's like he sometimes is going like crazy. Remember when uh, Cece had a boyfriend and he was like, like stress eating and... You're saying you think he should have been a little more affected by the idea of her moving away completely instead of celebrating it. You think the, the, the balance yes. is like a little tipped. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's fair. Yes, I think it could have been more like, you know, he's pretend, pretending to be upset, but I'm sorry, uh, pretending to pretending be happy. Pretending to be happy, but, but actually upset. Yes, yes, but this was just right. pure joy. <laughs> Um, I, I love that they had to hire an acrobat probably for that one scene. Um, and then, uh, well, or actually what if I was like, did you know, um, that actually was Daniel Davies. <laughs> um, no, but so then that happens and then Fran comes rushing in and she's, she's pretty distressed and she's just like, Mr. Sheffield, I'm so freaked out. A woman just called and said that Ma might not be my real mother. And there's like this pause and he's just like, so are we happy or sad <laughs> and she's like we're thinking <laughs> like she, she doesn't even know how she feels which is probably kind of realistic too like if you got news like that right like it, it would kind of turn up turn your whole world upside down yeah um it's pretty crazy we cut to fran and sylvia now they're at sylvia's apartment and fran's dropped by and she's clearly like fishing for information about her birth to see if there's like any validity in what this woman who called said and she, she was like huge bombshell happens soon oh well she uh i'm not even sure what it is but we're gonna have to we'll get there i guess but she's like yeah she's like ma um when I was born, who did I look like? <laughs> and without giving a beat, so he goes, Dick Van Patten, who's <laughs> like this American <laughs> actor. And I just like, yeah. if you Google him, you're going to like be like, oh, I know that guy. And it's so funny that it's that's so what funny. she said. Um, and then Fran's like, well, okay. Um, and were you there with me like the whole time in the hospital? Um, and Sylvia's like, yeah, I didn't leave you for a minute. And Fran's like, not even for a minute, you know, not even to get a snack. And Fran's like, okay, okay. I left to, she was, I left to steal a cobbler, but that <laughs> woman was catatonic. She wasn't going to eat it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we find out that there like was a brief period of time when like Sylvia did not have her eyes on baby Fran. Also, um, also, if we could just unpack that joke for a minute, because <laughs> my first thought was, wait, wouldn't she have been in the maternity ward? And then I was like, why was there a catatomic woman in the maternity <laughs> ward? And then I went, oh, that's so sad that a woman fell into a coma after giving birth to her baby. <laughs> like that, that's where my brain went with that joke. Because I was just like, oh, that's terrible. And then Sylvia, because like she didn't wander like multiple floors away to get up. <laughs> A, a, a cobbler <laughs> or or um maybe the woman was like on a high dose of sedatives or something you know yeah. after the birth there's there's lots of reasons potentially yeah <laughs> um to tell you after the record how i did the same exact thing with the actor Mackay pfeiffer recently <laughs> okay. i'm listening to eight mile and then i went into a whole like er spiral <laughs> um, but so <laughs> then um so 
uh, Sylvia confesses that. And then Fran, like, she's really like, oh my gosh, like maybe there is some truth to this. And we go to this hilarious flashback. It was, it was so great. It was basically, you know, um, it's Sylvia from like 30 years ago played by Fran Drescher. So Fran Drescher has this big blonde wig. She's dressed in like very like seventies over the top, uh, attire. And she's doing this great (laughs) Renee Taylor impression. Yes. And then she calls little Fran and Nadine in for supper and little, this, this adorable little girl with huge hair, uh, and you know, a super like jazzy outfit comes in. It's little Fran, and then Nadine comes in, and um, it's kind of fun to see like and what Nadine, Sylvia- of course, is is blonde, and yes. and Fran is very dark haired. Uh, it's great. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's she does a really good Sylvia. Like she mm-hmm. she's doing a pretty good job of like, oh yeah, I guess that is how Sylvia would be if she wasn't quite so old, but like. She has her like a lot of her mannerisms down, and uh, I thought the kids were the kids were cute. They were fine. I, I thought the little friend was love hilarious. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Was I, she too over the top because she had lipstick on? <laughs> it was just like it was all too much for me. Like, look, she's a little kid, and it was cute. I like feel weird like criticizing child actors in general just because it's like whatever they're children. What are they supposed to be? You know? But like, I her performance didn't wasn't it for me. She like wasn't well, cute enough that I thought she was cute, and then she was like not Fran enough that I was like, "Wow, this kid's like really talented, like really good at doing Fran Drescher." Oh, you know? I I don't know. I I like loved it. I I thought she was like so funny. I mean, I don't know if that realistically would be what like Fran would have been like as a child because I don't know if any child would have hair like that. But or like you know, but but I what I liked about the scene was like you said, like kind of seeing what Sylvia realistically would have been like. And it, it, she was like very funny and like, you kind of were like, Oh, that's where Fran gets her little quips and her little witticisms mm-hmm. like from all the time, because Fran is a very funny person, like intentionally. So right. Like not in a, uh, not like, Oh, the jokes on Fran way, like her commentary and her little, you know, observations are very yeah. smart and actually very witty. And you're like, Oh yeah. Sylvia also had that in her. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you know, at one point, little baby Fran is like, I can't believe we're related. And then Nadine's like, hmm, well, maybe you're not Ma's real daughter. Don't you ever wonder why you have brown hair and me and Ma have blonde hair? And then Sylvia, as played by Fran, is like, oh, stop that. Fran looks like daddy. She even has his hair. And then she like pulls out a dark haired wig, a dark haired <laughs> toupee to prove yeah. her point. Kind of you go know, back. Do you know what I, I wish, though? Mm-hmm. I wish... This scene, the only thing this scene could have been improved by is the kitchen door opening and Sylvia playing Yetta walking in and doing a little Yetta bit because that would have been great. Oh, yeah. You know. They, they real missed opportunity there. The only not, thing is their body types are so different. I know, it's like, but who cares? You would have gone with it. You know what I mean? It would have just been funny. Uh-huh. I, I think. I think people, I think that would have just been, I would have been like, okay, that's funny. Like or, everyone's playing everybody. Because I, I don't know that I don't know that the actress who plays Sylvia ever looked like Fran Drescher looks. Yeah, I mean, you even could have had the actress who played Yetta just playing younger, which I think she might have done once before. In a like, like I think that actress plays a lot older than she is, mm-hmm. so it would have been funny to age her down like thirty years. But so then we cut back to like real time in the kitchen, and Fran, like in a very sensitive and I think kind way, like gently tells Sylvia 
that a woman called saying that, you know, she might be Fran's real mother. And mm-hmm. she's like, and Ma, I, uh, and Ma, she invited me over for dinner tomorrow. Oh, no, sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. She said, and yeah. Ma, I invited her over uh, to the mansion tomorrow because, like, I, I just have to know. And, you know, for, uh, Sylvia's kind of, her first response is, no, that's insane. That's insane. That can't be true. And she's like, you know, this woman probably wants to just extort something from me and your father. <laughs> and uh, Fran's like, what? Like your, uh, your toaster oven with the coil that has cheese on it. <laughs> um, and, but, you know, so we just established that Fran, Fran does want to meet this woman, which I think is realistic. And Sylvia is like instantly like, no, that's absurd. That's crazy. Um, and not in the like, oh, I've always suspected it and I'm hiding something way. Like Sylvia clearly thinks that like it's BS. Oh, and we also established that Fran is still pushing Sylvia to eat more healthfully, which I honestly thought was going to serve as a plot point later in the episode. Like I thought Sylvia might have like a health scare of some kind, but it's truly just she's eating constantly and that's it. Yeah, but did you, is this going to come up in your trivia? Because I don't want to spoil anything if it does. Otherwise I'm going to- Yeah, okay. You are going to bring it up in your trivia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But yeah, but ooh, that's a teaser. Stay tuned for trivia. Well, you'll learn something neat about the nanny that we both read on IMDb oh, that you could have read too. <laughs> but, yeah, but so, don't don't read IMDb. Let us don't. read it for you. <laughs> that's what half of what this podcast is. <laughs> like, don't give um, away all of our trade secrets. <laughs> okay, so this was the moment now where I think a bombshell was revealed. Mm. because Fran is questioning her mother about, because Sylvia immediately is like, no, they're trying to extort you. <laughs> That's what she, she thinks that this lady's trying to extort something out of Fran. And, mm-hmm. and she's like in complete denial. And so Fran starts to push and prod. And then Sylvia says, you were born on Rosh Hashanah. And Fran seems very surprised by this. And I mm-hmm. want to know why doesn't Fran know what her birthday is? <laughs> so well, no, like, because no, no, Rosh Hashanah isn't. It's like a floating holiday. It's not the same. Is it the same date every year? I'm so ignorant. I'm like, because Hanukkah's a different. Let's see. Hold I mean, on. I'm I know say- Hanukkah's different every year, but I wait. I'm gonna say Rosh Hashanah 2022, and then I'm gonna Google 2023. Rosh Hashanah 2022 was September 25th to December 27th. Okay. Remember those dates. Oh. No, yeah, I mean, I, this is so much it's- easier. The exact date of Rosh Hashanah varies every year since it's based on the Hebrew calendar where it begins on the first day of the seventh month. Rosh Hashanah is almost always in September or October-ish. Okay. All right. So it does change. All right. That's fair. That yeah. was my question. I'm just a bad Jew. I'll admit it. I'll be the first to admit it. We're bad Jews. We're bad at the nanny. What What, what are we good at, people? Uh, then we go to the next day at the mansion. Mr. Sheffield and the kids are leaving to go off to the movies and they're going to kind of like leave Fran alone with some privacy to meet this woman who claims she might be her mom. Um, And we also established that Mr. Sheffield now wants Cece to return from LA. Um, He's actually Mm -hmm. kind of annoyed because uh, he doesn't want to sell his concept anymore. And he's on the phone with her and he's literally like, well, why do they even want my play if they want to change everything? And in my head, I was like, welcome to Hollywood, baby. Um, yeah. But then at that point, Niles literally grabs the phone out of his hand and just screams, just tell them, show me the money. And like does a <laughs> Jerry Maguire dance. And I just was like, oh man, there's so many of our younger listeners who probably have no idea that that's a Jerry Maguire reference. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But yes, Niles does the show me the money dance. And again, I was like, his reaction is seeming inconsistent to me because he secretly loves her. But anyway, they, the rest of the family leaves and then the doorbell rings and it's, you know, the woman who might be Fran's mom. Fran opens the door and big twist. The woman is black, uh, yes. which I, I, again, I, I did not see this coming, but it sounds like you may be, you may be dead. Um, and the actress, it's Telma Hopkins, um, who I, I, don't know how I recognize her because when I was looking through her IMBD, I was like, I don't think I've seen a lot she of this. Aunt, like, I Aunt Rachel on Family Matters. Oh, that's yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, because I was like, she, I know this yeah. woman, but I okay, she's like the not- the main family, like that that lady's sister. She was Aunt Rachel. Oh. She was like the fun aunt, like, and she was always like going on dates. Like she was like the fun, like sexy aunt on Family Matters. That's I who must she have. Was. Okay. Okay. I must have just like been skimming because as, as I told Sean earlier, I was rushing this morning and it, gosh, it shows. It shows. Um, it does show. But in real life, it's uh, it's interesting. Talma Hopkins is only nine years older than Fran Drescher. <laughs> uh, but but she, she, do, she does um, – she played an air of like self-possession where I, I could believe she was an older woman. Like um, – Yeah, I would she, buy an older woman who just looks great. You know, yeah. like mm-hmm. she just was in like good shape, and like it, the juxtaposition between her and Sylvia is very funny because Sylvia's a mess looking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> and this woman, I just she say her name was Lila. She she's Lila. a very like kind Lila. of Lila. Yeah, she's like a very like um. See, like you can tell she's successful. She's kind of like well to do. She's dressed in a kind of classy way. Like she's definitely like not a fine family level of class. <laughs> no, she looks like she she looks like she fits in at the Sheffields more so than she would at yes. Sylvia's house. She's got like an expensive suit on, you know, expensive looking suit and jewelry and shit. Uh yeah, she seems yeah. like a fancy a little fancy lady. Mm-hmm. And uh but um, she so my first reaction is I was like, oh, super progressive to make a Jewish black lady. But then they reveal that it's actually the father that was Jewish, her ex-husband. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she Which I was a little bummed she... out about, honestly. <laughs> well, it, but yeah, well, it, I guess it would have been probably harder to explain how Fran turned out quite so light. Lila's like, oh, you know, I actually thought your father was black at first, but we met in Miami and it turned out, she's like, we met in Miami and then a couple weeks later he faded. <laughs> Right, so, so that's what I mean, though, is the dad could have been Italian. Mm-hmm. He could have been that's just like an Italian true. white guy with a really dark tan who she like slept with thinking he was black and he wasn't. And then like she's like a Jewish black lady like that could have worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think would have been and, you know, and I, so at first I was like, oh, super progressive because they weren't really acknowledging like, yeah, there are Jewish black people like a lot of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like um, they're part of the community. Um, yeah, and um, then later in this episode, she like talks about how they like make kugel, and I was like, why would they still be making kugel? Like she wasn't Jewish, <laughs> just her ex boyfriend was, who wasn't even like her husband. It doesn't sound like. <laughs> no, 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 no. She she says no, no. They were married because when she talks about her other kids, she says from my second marriage. So no, no, she married this guy. It just didn't. It probably just didn't work out. 
Right. And then she just kept making Kugel the rest of her Oh, life. no. She my mom, it. my mom made all the recipes that my father's mother taught her. And my parents had a horrible divorce. So she's a very, yeah, she knows she's a kind of like very like a uh, fancy lady. And she basically is like, you know, Fran, I, I never would have even thought about this, but I saw a news story about the hospital where like my daughter was born and this nurse came forward and said that she once did this really big file mix up in the maternity ward. And she was like, apparently she was, you know, she dropped the files while chasing a woman who was stealing food, (laughs) which was definitely Sylvia. And she's like, so anyway, um, my daughter and I got blood tests and like, there's just no way she's genetically my daughter. And she's like, you know, at first we were devastated, but you know, now we're trying to figure this out. And so, so it kind of like actually very succinctly explains how this could have happened and does so in a way where we actually laughed, um, which I thought was pretty impressive. So then Lila is like, and you know, I also have two sons from my second marriage. Um, yep. and Franz, this is where you're like, oh man, nineties jokes. Cause Fran's like, oh, so I have brothers. And then the woman's like, yeah. And you know, my second husband is black. Um, and then Fran goes, oh, so I've got brothers. And then they both laugh that horrible laugh. And you're like, yes. the nineties. That was my note when they did that brother joke is I wrote, "Uh Oh, is this whole episode about to be racist? <laughs> but they actually, they, they do a pretty okay job. Like they don't really yeah. make it too much about race. Like there's a couple more like things, but for the most part, it's more about Fran wanting to have access to money <laughs> as usual. <laughs> which, which tracks. Uh, so if, so- if anything, it's, if anything, it's self-hating uh, anti-Semitism. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, but then the next day, so Fran's in the kitchen with Mr. Shotfield and they're just having this normal conversation and suddenly the door swings open and it's Sylvia and she just screams, I just wanted to tell you, you're killing me. And then she slams the door and runs out. So she came all the way across town just to do that. Um, I'm like, Hey, that tracks from the Jewish women in my family. But so then, um, so then Mr. Shotfield's like, it's fine. Are you just going to let her, you know, run out so distraught? And then she's like, oh, don't you worry. She's literally just hiding on the other side of the door, waiting for me to come after her. And then you hear Ooh. Sylvia scream, oh, you know everything, don't you? And- she said, she also, well, she specifically, she said something that brought, like, flooded me with weird memories. But she goes, oh, Big Shot knows everything. And I was like, man, my grandma used to say Big Shot all the time when she was mad at anything. That any of us, oh, Mr. Big Shot, all of a sudden. Like, that's like, I guess that's like a very common thing. Big Shot, oh, Mr. Big Shot. (laughs) It did really, yes, I was like, oh, man, this this is, yeah, accusing someone of, like, you're destroying their health with your actions. But so then Sylvia comes running back in and she's like, I'm breaking out and splashes all over my body. Uh, and she's like, you know, there's no way that woman's your mother, Fran. And, you know, um, I think in also very realistic way, Sylvia is having an emotional meltdown that, you know, well, oh my God, what if this is true? And, and, you know, she's feeling very, very hurt that I think Fran would even question whether she's her mother or not. Um, and then we also established that, um, Niles is now getting, he's trying to get Mr. Sheffield to pitch more ideas to uh, the network in Hollywood because he so desperately wants CC to have to stay out there. And he's basically like, 
I have an idea. Oh, uh, why don't you why don't you pitch a Miss Miss Fine's whole situation? You know, woman finds out she might have a totally different mother than she realized, might be black. Like uh, that would that would go gangbusters. Like he basically is like, you know, you, we got to pitch it because he's. Um, and at first, Fran's like, "This is very personal, Niles." And then he's like, "You'd get the royalties," and she's like, "Get it made." <laughs> but that's just a little side plot happening. So quick to um, sell out her family. I know. You know, like oh, hey. so immediately she's like, I just want money, 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 money. But also we'll track uh, based on what Sylvia does just a little later in this episode. Yes. So um, then that evening, um, Fran goes to dinner at Lila's. On her drive over to dinner, uh, she gets pulled over by the police. She's literally driving with her elbows while she applies makeup and brushes her hair. And the man's like, you know, you're driving recklessly. And she's like, oh, I think we both know why you pulled me over. And he's like, why is that, Miss Fine? And she's like, because I'm black. And like, that's it. Like, that's kind of like the the punchline of the episode of this. Scene. My my takeaway was like, I don't think they were um, promoting negative stereotypes. If anything, I think this tracks with, yeah, like Fran is the type of person who would instantly be like, like taking ownership of like a victim status if she could. <laughs> like, I feel like, there's been other situations, uh, we were talking about this earlier, where it's like, she'll instantly be like, well, this is because, you know, I'm this or like, because I'm a woman. And then Mr. Sheffield would be like, no, it's because like, you cut up all my clothes with, with gardening shears, you know, like, she's very quick to try to like weasel out of things any way she can. So I'm like, yeah, she would be shameless. Like, Question of the week. Was this episode racist? <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> that is the question. Uh, yeah. I want to hear everyone's thoughts. Um, yeah. But so um, after she gets pulled over, she then arrives at Lila's home and it's like gorgeous mansion. It's sort of like, it's not, I don't think it's probably the Hamptons. It's probably more like I would guess north of Manhattan somewhere, mm -hmm. but it's like outside the city for sure. And she she walks in and I wrote, she makes herself overly comfortable <laughs> as soon as she realizes it's like a very wealthy family. She's like, ooh, wow, like should have brought my suitcases. And then she's kind of like poking around. And, you know, you can just instantly tell she like is like, oh, yeah, I want this to be my family because that would mean I'm rich as hell. Mm -hmm. Um and, you know, she meets these two guys who could potentially be her brothers or I guess half brothers. And like one's a doctor, one's in law school. And she's like, Ma, to, to Lila, she's like, Ma, look at this, a doctor, a lawyer, a nanny, this kind of ambition just must run in the family. <laughs> like, and she's saying it like super unironically. Mm -hmm. um, and then she kind of like, you know, uh, walks, you know, walks herself into the living room and they made, they made Kugel um, because they're like, oh, what's your grandmother's recipe? Um, I was like, this film, like at this point, I'm like, okay, given that there haven't been any blood tests or anything, like, and there was probably multiple babies born in the hospital that same day, like, why are they all so sure that like Fran is the one? Yeah. <laughs> um, they're kind of like, they're kind of assuming like way too early. But I also I wish that my other wish for this episode is that we would have seen this lady's real daughter. Ooh, like yeah, yeah, that would have yeah. been another fun way to end it is like the actual daughter shows up at the house with like the same story basically like I was watching this thing on the TV and I always suspected and you know what I mean that would have oh, been fun too. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um and then well it's also interesting we don't we don't meet the girl who's not the real biological daughter but was raised by Lila but exactly. I, there's only 
There's only so much time. Um, that's what I mean. So that, that, that would be the real daughter, right? Or oh, no, that would no, be, that's not the real daughter. That 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 would be the real else's daughter, child, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but so it'd be funny if then they were all kind of like Fran. <laughs> Inexplicably, but um, and we find so out then- Morty. We find out Morty's a whore. <laughs> He's just oh out God, there you- it up. <laughs> that makes me wish that you know who should have played Morty, Danny DeVito. <laughs> Wouldn't that been the best? Oh my, oh my goodness! Gosh. All right, let's uh, okay. let's get yeah, uh, wrap it up so we can get yeah, to yeah, segments. Yeah. My favorite part. Okay, so basically, yeah, Fran's, uh, you know, making herself very comfortable with this family. And then all of a sudden, the door opens and Sylvia comes rushing in. She's clearly, you know, found out where Fran was going to be. She I love is, this. She's beyond distraught. She's just like, I just have to say, Fran, this woman is not your mother. I'm your mother. And then she looks at the woman and she goes, oh, you're black? Like, she just like, yeah. she like is like, oh, like, well, that's also, I wasn't expecting that. But then she's like, no, Fran, like, I raised you. There's not a single person who can take this away from me. Like, you're my daughter. But then she starts to look around the house and realizes also <laughs> that this woman's very wealthy. And then, yes. and then as she starts to sort of like put two and two together, um, like, and like starts to do the math, like, well, how can I benefit from this? <sighs> the phone rings, and this is a very sitcom, like, but like neat way to wrap this situation up. The phone rings, yes. and one of the sons answers it, and then he's like, "Hey, everybody, like, that was the that was like the hospital. The blood test came back, Fran. You're not, you're not, um, yeah, the, you're not like the, the, the actual child. Yeah, yeah, you guys are not related. You're just and some then, lady who's in our house. <laughs> yeah, well, he's no, he says it very politely, like you know, it turns out, like you know, you yeah. the DNA test did not match, and like he's one hundred percent not that bitch. Yeah, yes, right, right. But the funny, this did make me laugh. Where um, Fran and Lila kind of have these like disappointed looks on there, or this kind of like oh. But then we see the two brothers behind them. They like basically high five because they definitely yeah. were like, "We do not want this lady." In our they're family. so excited. They're they're yeah. they're like they're like palpably excited. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that also checks out. Like it's just like yeah. woman from Queens who came and was like, like random like loud so like Jewish lady from Queens shows up with her trashy mom. <laughs> but so the funny thing also is that Sylvia also is disappointed because she's already like again done the math and is like. I'm I'm going to somehow work this to my advantage and, and, uh, you like leech off this family. And so, so literally Sylvia is like, not so fast, not so fast. Uh, there's gotta be a way you two are related. And in my head though, I was like, how would this actually benefit Sylvia though? Because <laughs> if she's not Fran's real mother, like how is she going to weasel her way into this money? Because she's going to play it. Like, look, I raised her and I'm important <laughs> to her life. And like our families are now a blended family. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what she would do. You're right. Yeah. We're a, we're it's the nineties. We're a blended family. Now where's my uh, margarita? Um, right. But so then, or I guess our rich family. So it'd be more like, where's my cocktail? Um, but so then, you know, we cut to the next scene. We're back at the mansion and, and Fran's just hanging with, you know, the Sheffield's like usual. And Gracie's like, 
Fran, you know, we haven't seen Sylvia in a long time. Like, why hasn't she been coming around? And she's even like, and like, there's leftovers in the fridge. Like, things are weird. And Fran's like, you know, I think that this whole mix-up situation, you know, it it really got to her. Um, I think she's probably just going to need a little space. And then we instantly cut to uh, Sylvia back at Lila's mansion, um, (laughs) eating all the food. (laughs) And Lila's literally like, um, you know, here's the thing, Sylvia. Even if Fran was my daughter, you and I still would not be related. Uh, and then <laughs> Sylvia's like, I can take a hint. I know where I'm not wanted. And then she like loads up her purse with food and screams, Morty, get out of the pool and wake up Yada. <laughs> like, we're leaving. <laughs> that, that got me, that like, I laughed out loud at that. I thought that was so yeah. funny that she invited Morty and Yada over. Yep. After um, already knowing that this lady wasn't related to them in any way. I, I <laughs> and then the actual, like that in itself could have been the button of the episode. It should have been because the button was not. Yeah. Well, the, I think they must have really liked that kid too. Cause the actual I button guess. is we go to Fran and she's ha- watching TV with the Sheffield and they're all just, you know, hanging out in the living room. And then uh, the little girl who played Fran earlier in the episode kind of like appears almost in like a little like dream sequence. Like she appears in a flash of light and she looks around the room and she goes, Hey, my life turned out pretty good. I got myself a mansion, three kids, a gorgeous husband. And then Fran just looks at her and goes, you're the nanny baby. And then the kid <laughs> runs out screaming, which I yeah. also thought was funny. I, I don't know. It's it funny. Was, I, it was I like fine. The kid. It was fine. Uh, um, all right. But that's the whole episode. That's, that's so, the episode. Well, here's the thing I'll say, though. Nine we out actually, of ten. Well, we established that Fran is not Lila's daughter, but we didn't 100% establish that she's Sylvia's daughter because there still was a mix-up at the hospital that day. But, Wait, but how many babies could have been mixed up that day? Well, I guess that's true. I, I guess. Well, also, then they did establish that Fran was born in Rosh Hashanah. Um, Fran goes, <gasps> I was born on a high holiday. Well, then there probably was a mix up. There was probably only two doctors at that hospital, basically <laughs> meaning that there'd be no Jews. Like all the doctors would be Jews. So there'd be like yep. no doctors. Um, but so, yeah, that was the episode. It, w- it was fun. It was zany. But again, like if we have any blind spots, let us know because it's entirely possible. So should we go into favorite lines and moments or rather we segments? Get- we should go to segments. <gasps> and now segments. So, segments. Yeah, no, I think we should move on to segments. I to say we can move on to our segments. And now, segments. Okay, my favorite one of the whole episode was when Fran goes to Sylvia's house and she's about to tell her that about the phone call she got saying that she's not her child. She goes, Mom, I have something important to tell you. And Sylvia goes, let me switch to a softer food so I can hear you. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's is- crunching on cookies. <laughs> Uh, that got me so hard. Let me switch to a softer food so I can 
So that's that's so funny because literally my first favorite line is the one that comes right after that, where she goes, let me switch to a softer food so I can hear you. And then she starts eating cake. And then Fran goes, now I know why I breastfed for two years. I was drinking Yoo-Hoo. <laughs> but like Sylvia's breast milk was so sugary. And even just your chocolate baby. milk. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also did love when Sylvia was like, um, it's not my fault. Uh, I, or she was like, I, I, I did leave to steal a cobbler because the woman was catatonic. I, that made me laugh. Mm -hmm. Um, interestingly enough, a lot of the stuff that I laughed at in this episode was more reaction based or, or, um, situational. Like it wasn't necessarily one, like the, my second favorite thing in the episode was Sylvia yelling Morty and Yeti and Yetta, but that line in its on its own isn't funny without all the other contexts. So it's, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I actually have the exact same note. I only have one other line that I flagged and I was going to say like, you know, I really enjoyed the whole flashback scene, for example, but it like wasn't one specific line. It was just like, you know, it was the, the entire performances, thing. the way it was all presented. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't a one-liner episode. Um, but yeah. you know, th this one, we I don't think I'd mentioned this, even though I write it down every week and I always forget to read it. But this <laughs> one was written by Karen Lucas, who's written a couple great episodes before. And this whole season, I think, is directed by Dorothy Lyman. So, Dorothy oh, yeah, Lyman. yeah. yeah. Um, and my only other line that I specifically wrote down was in that flashback scene. Yeah. Um, there, there's some, I forget how we get to this point, but basically, like young Sylvia, played by Fran is kind of complaining that like, you know, having kids, they're like, they're, oh, like, you know, the reason she's gained weight is because of the kids. And she's like, have you seen my hips? Look, it's Fran. And she kind of points one out and she goes, and Nadine, basically being like, yeah, giving birth to you too is like what expanded my body. And then little Fran goes, who she's going to blame for her tush, cousin Scooter Pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was it for the specific lines, but again, Agreed. it was a, it was a still a very, very enjoyable episode Great. scene for scene. A great um, episode. Like it very enjoyable. Just not one, not, not a zinger episode, but that that's yeah. fine. I'm, I, you know, I just wanted to move away from every plot line being about Fran and Mr. Sheffield. Yeah. And, we have, and it's been fun. Uh huh. And then for Yiddish, um, we, this wasn't, I, maybe it's Yiddish, but it's, uh, she mentions this, uh, Gedemte, like young Sylvia is like, like kids, I made like Gedemte noodles with meatballs, um, which is very funny because I think it's pronounced Gedemte. Um, I've only ever seen it written, but it's like, um, it's a meal. It's like a traditional Jewish meal. It usually has like noodles and chicken and it's almost like in a broth, but the fact that she put meatballs in it is like very funny. Like that's definitely Hilarious. not how it's normally made. Yeah. Uh, and we also uh, mentioned there's kugel, uh, yeah. which is, it's like a, although I guess there's, are there two different kinds of kugel? Because when they took a bite, it looked more like bread, but normally kugel, it's like a, it's like a dessert casserole, which sounds yeah. kind of gross. It's, but it's, it's, like, it's made out of noodle. It's made out of noodle and it's very sweet. Um, and I mean, it's, it's, it's delicious there. Mm -hmm. I, I think you can also make a savory kugel, but usually it's like a sweet thing and you can put like a little bit of sour cream on it, or you could put like 
my family always served it with like uh, blueberries and mm-hmm. you know like a like a blueberry mm-hmm. topping kind of thing mm-hmm. or like a blueberry mm-hmm. pie filling when they were lazy mm-hmm. um, yeah 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 which is delicious mm-hmm. uh, yeah i mean you know it's very good i you know i i i think if you weren't raising a like a jewish girl I mean, I guess that lady did raise a Jewish kid or at least thought she was raising yeah. a Jewish kid. It's all very mm-hmm. confusing, but yeah. Yeah, I too, because I, you know, I do come from a very blended family. Well, no, that's, that's not that. I do not come from a blended family in the traditional yeah, sense. But like, you're uh, like the show Blended. <laughs> it's just no, but like, like I, you know, a family where there was like marriages, remarriages, different, uh, some different ethnicities going on. Like you do kind of like absorb and and pass on and get a recipe that you never would have normally had. Um, so it kind of tracks. You should you should pitch Kenya Barris uh, Jewish. <laughs> um, so then for nanny trivia, you were alluding to this earlier, I believe. Um, so in this episode. Uh, Fran is berating Sylvia for not eating a more healthy diet. And she's like, Ma, you know, if you keep eating like this and you keep eating all this fat, you're not going to be here to even, you know, dance at my wedding. Um, and it turns out in real life, Renee Taylor, upon doctor's orders, had been put on a diet and she was abstaining from chocolate cake in favor of rice cake. She was eating carrots and other foods. And apparently by the end of the series, she had lost 50 pounds, which I think, you know, if it's a really hard thing to do. And if your doctor is like, you know, you kind of got to do this. It's like, you know, credit, credit to doing it. Cause there's a lot of people where it's just so hard. They don't do it. And, and it's, It causes problems. It really can cause problems. Hey, my do- my doctor told me to do it, and I have been lazy shit since Christmas. So, <laughs> uh, wow. hey, so I guess that brings us perfectly to the Fran or the CC or yep. the whoever. I actually said it's a little complicated. I related to Sylvia in that it's really hard for me to do things today that are going to be good for me in the long run. Mm-hmm. But and I'm also the Fran because. It's so hypocritical. I've I've always been like yelling at my mom for not taking better care of herself. But I kind of like, you know, I, I don't really do the work myself either. Okay, I just happen to be so younger. I'm in the same boat, except uh, I would say that isn't it kind of our parents' fault that we don't take better care of ourselves? <laughs> so it's like, I don't feel like a hypocrite when I'm like, mom, take better care of yourself. And then she doesn't. And then I don't. And I'm like, well, that tracks. So for, uh, so- <laughs> Sean is in the zero personal accountability zone. Yeah. <laughs> I got like my zero, a- zero personal accountability hat on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. I guess you're the front, you're the friend. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, it, that's always the chicken, the egg thing though, where it's like, but we do, we do know better. Like we, if anything, like I have seen what doing nothing will do. Like my mom. Yeah, me too. First hand, my my yeah. mom had like a lot of heart problems throughout her life, and you know, uh, yeah. And I, but I, I, it is the thing that motivates me, but it doesn't motivate me enough that I'm consistent. I'm constantly screwing it up. It's all getting into the into into it. Starting's the hardest part, and it's the old they say eighty twenty rule. Don't ever try to go one hundred percent with anything, but like try to be healthy eighty percent of the time. Twenty percent of the time, you're eating a cookie or whatever, then you'll be okay. I think so too. Yeah. Um, and on that note, we hope everyone is having a happy, healthy new year, whatever that means to you. Yeah. And, and this is your, this is your six week warning folks, six weeks until the end of the season. So 
get your get your uh, listening parties planned. <laughs> uh, you know, get your family members invested now. They've got six weeks to catch people up on uh, all, however many episodes we've done so far, 100 plus episodes, uh, so that they're all ready for when we get <gasps> to the end of season four. All right, on that note- You know we, where to uh, find us. That's right. Uh, oh, Mr. Sheffield, uh, oh, Mr. Chef Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And that's it. That's it for us. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. The flashing girl from Flushing, the nanny named Fran. Oh, Mr. Sheffield. Uh, uh, Miss Fine. <laughs> <laughs>